Hello and welcome to another podcast brought to you by Life Community Church, Leamington Spa. Recorded at one of our Sunday morning services, we hope this message inspires, equips and encourages you to grow in your relationship with Jesus Christ. So I've been to this church a few times over the years and, um, whoa, excuse me, <laughs> God's here, okay. I've been here a few times to this church and... Uh, I, I came here in 2003 when I first became a Christian, and the one thing that blew my mind about this church was the welcome that I received by a gentleman called Ken. I won't say anything more about that. Um, but when people feel welcome, they, they feel like they are a part of something. And um, this is probably more for you, Dave, as well as the church. But this morning, you know, why, why I was in here, I just have this real sense of, Church, you've come a long way since 2003. In fact, you've come a long way as a church, period. Um, and there's a real sense of, actually, you know, there have been many pastors over the years. And there's been promises spoken over this church from God. And some of the past pastors have got pretty discouraged because those promises haven't been fulfilled. Because it hasn't been the right time, okay? Now, this church has been built on a foundation to love the poor, to preach the gospel, um, to shine the light of Jesus Christ and to see people of God move forward. You are passionate people of prayer and you love God. And when we talk about promises, God's response to promises are yes, yes, and amen, okay? And as a church, you are in a position where God is saying that my promises to you are yes, yes, and amen. But we know that God has a storeroom in heaven. And so often his promises are not just given, but we've got to go after them, okay? We are called to ask, seek, and knock, no, God will always give you what you need, but it's what you want. You've got to go after it. He wants you to seek it through it. So this morning, as I've been hearing about, you know, this vision offering, it's just amazing about what God is doing, but you don't yet see the best that is yet to come. But he's preparing you for the best, and the best is yet to come, because the one thing that Dave spoke about this morning was about there has been things happening in this town before. We don't want to look backwards. The word that God gave me was in Isaiah, which was about, you know, do not remember the former things, nor consider the things of old, but perceive I'm doing a new thing. Now, I'm making roads in the wilderness, and I'm putting streams in the desert. I'm doing a new thing, and you are going to perceive that new thing. So the key is pray, seek his face, enter into that holy place, the kingdom of heaven, the throne room. And in that place, you'll see what the Father's doing. And as you see it, take it and receive it and do with it as the Father has revealed to you. So I think that's a word for the church this morning. Amen. Praise God. Praise God. So put your hands up if you've never heard of Christians Against Poverty. If you've never heard of Christians Against Poverty, brilliant. You're all well informed. So just to give you a quick, quick overview for this information that you probably don't know, um, John Kirkby, basically the guy that set up CAP in 1996, um, worked for the financial industry. And um, basically, he, um, in 1994... Um, he was setting up small dip businesses in the financial industry, and there was a small recession. And John basically lost his job, lost his home, his marriage fell apart, and he found himself sit, living in a bedsit with his two daughters. Okay, um, and he was in eighty thousand pounds worth of debt. So he started to try and sort his debts out, and the creditors made him feel like he was a criminal. He almost had a nervous breakdown. Started to pay his debts back, and eventually he got himself a job. Um, and got himself a nice big house again. And um, what happened then was um, he had a bit of extra room and he was looking for some, some people, maybe a small family, to come and rent the space off him. 
and he was contacted by a pastor that was moving from the Netherlands um, to England. And John said, oh, why do I want to give a flipping pastor a room in my house? But he's the only one asking for a room, so I'll give him the room. And um, the pastor, of course, started praying for John, okay? Never let a pastor in your house if you don't want to be blessed, okay? Um, and then he said to John, would you like a Bible? John said, what do I want with the Bible, you know? But eventually John went to church, became a Christian, gave his life to Jesus, got baptized. He said, right, what do I do with my newfound faith? He was really passionate about God. He said, I'm going to set up a credit union. But God put it on his heart and he said, do something simple. What could you do right now? And what John realized was that he became the first cap client. He eventually paid his debts off. Um, and that's where Christians Against Poverty was launched in 1996. Um, and since then, we've been going for 20 years, 21 years this year, actually. Okay, so we don't just run debt centers. Um, we run life skills, as you know. Um, we run job clubs. We run release groups for people with addictions. And we also have our, our sort of headed sort of uh, ministry, which is cap money. Always a great way to get into, into churches. But, you know, although we have all these wonderful things, the key, the key for us is to release people from poverty. Because we love the poor and we hate poverty. You know, poverty is something that is all around us. Poverty has a smell. You know, poverty has, it's like a sickness, it's like a disease that keeps people trapped in a place of almost literal prison where they just can't get out. So we are breaking down the doors of poverty. And um, here locally, the local cap center, the debt center, has been going now for nine years. This month we celebrate our ninth birthday, which is awesome. Um, yeah, praise God for that. And um, I wanted to share some things with you because obviously I can, I can share things like that, but what does that mean? What does that mean? So um, in 2000, since 2008, we have had 236 households booked in for first visits, okay? Um, and we have seen 67 households go debt-free. Which, that's an estimated 200 household members. Let me just explain why there's a bit of a difference there. It can take up to five years and beyond to get somebody out of debt. We've only been going for nine years, so we've got a lot of people who are still going through that process, okay? Um, this, for me, is the most favorite point of all for me. Um, since 2008, we've seen around about 43 to 45 people make first-time commitments to become followers of Jesus Christ. That's awesome. Praise God for that. Um, we've seen about another 12 people make commitments, recommitments back to God who had fallen away for, for a long time. And the great thing is, you know, a number of those people have been baptized, they've done Alpha, they've been through Freedom in Christ, um, they are serving in the local community, going to churches, and that's what we love, you know. We want to see people's lives transformed and changed, okay? Um, we also have cap money as well. For those of you that have not heard about cap money, cap money is a, a free money management and budgeting course. I've done it twice. It's amazing. The next one is basically on the 18th of November at the Westbury Centre, just off um, Bury Road, is it? Yeah, yeah. Um, and um, it's free. Just go onto the CAP website, go onto CAP Money, put your postcode in. It'll give you all the details. But it's amazing. It teaches you how to work with cash and not with credit cards. So that's great. But Beryl Chisholm who's based at St. Mark's, who's our local cap money coordinator. She set up cap money in Leamington in 2009. Um, and since that time, they've run 42 courses. 71 delegates have attended. Sorry, 171 delegates have attended. Um, and recently, we've had a number of money um, delegates coming through the debt center 
and one lady has recently given her life to Jesus, which is so encouraging for Beryl on the team because that's not their focus, but to see that happen and we give God all the praise, honor, and glory for that. But also, um, now in the Cat family, we've got life skills, and as David shared, you know, they're on their third course. Um, and like David, you know, the great news is, you know, Jez and his wife, partner Kim, you know, they also have come for the debt center as well. And to see this relationship with Cap Money, Debt Center, and Life Skills working, that's what we want. We want to give everybody the whole holistic approach. So it's not just about teaching them about money management, it's not just teaching them about life skills or getting them out of debt. But it's about giving them the gospel of Jesus Christ. That's what changes lives. You know, we have a government. We have a European Union. We have, we have a, a massive outfit of people that have tried and spent millions and billions of pounds of trying to do something and change society and change the world. But it doesn't work. The only thing that would ever work for the European Union, for this nation, for, for, our, for our government, for our children, for our families, is Jesus Christ and the power of the Holy Spirit. Okay? So this, this is our hearts, you know. I want to say this to you, you know, CAP is not a program, it's not a process. CAP has become a movement. You know, in the last, oh gosh, up to now, we've seen over 7,000 people come to Christ through the United Kingdom. And that's not just about people coming to Jesus, that's about people being discipled, you know, walking with God. You know, many of our life skills managers, um, debt center managers, are ex-clients, you know, who have come through, who have heard the call and they're going for it and that's what we want more of um so you know no this could happen if, unless it was for people like yourself that would actually encourage cap um be a part of cap um, be a part of what cap's doing um and you know we thank you for it but more than that we thank the holy spirit for what he has done um so basically i've been a part of cap for the last five years i've been a debt um, coach for two years and I've been a centre manager for almost three years. Okay, and you know, we have shared this morning that actually, you know, we are seeing lives transformed and changed. Okay, um, but I believe that God has so much more for us, and I believe that the best is yet to come. You know, through this local cap debt centre, I believe that actually, you know, it's not just about getting bums on seats in church and getting people following God. But we want to see people completely transformed. As we sung that song earlier, you know, set a fire in my heart. You know, actually, we can all believe in God, but I believe when we read the book of Acts and we see people that were on fire for God, you know, it was a bit risky being on fire for God because most of them end up being killed. Um, but thankfully, we have a, a nation where we can still preach the gospel, not be persecuted, not be thrown in prison, not be, be poisoned. Um, it's getting a little bit tighter, but we still have that freedom and that liberty. I'm an evangelist, I love to share the gospel, but actually I know that there is more for people than just the gospel of Jesus Christ. I know that God wants to get to the deep places of our life. So for me, as I've been a part of the debt center for five years, um, I was doing sort of about five sessions a month. That means that I'm going to people's homes, um, and what, how the process works is we go to people's homes, we have three visits, and um, through the three visits, we introduce them to the CAP process, Second visit is we take all their paperwork away, mountains of it sometimes, bin bags of it sometimes, and they're so relieved. I know of one client that, that broke four paper shredders getting rid of all of his old bills. But we take that away, and then our third visit, we put a budget together. And um, then we get them to pay into their cap plan, and then we get them out of debt. So that's what a debt coach does, okay? 
I'm also joined sometimes with a befriender. A befriender will come out on the visit with me, and then after the visit, visit process, they support the client on a one-to-one -one basis, take them out for a coffee. How are you doing? How's it going? Just keep them on that journey. Invite them to church events, maybe share the gospel with them, but basically, basically it's about keeping that relationship going. Okay, so just to give you an idea, when I talk about befrienders and talk about debt coaches, um, that's what they do. So basically, what's happened for me over the last couple of years, that I've ha now got one debt coach from St. Mark's, Richard Bacon, not the BBC presenter, by the way. Um, that'd be great. <laughs> He's become a Christian, by the way. Um, and another guy from St. Mary's called Tim Evans. So what's going on with me is that I'm actually reducing the amount of sessions that I'm doing. I've also been blessed with an administrator. You'll see where I'm going with this. Hope not to bore you with all the details. Um, called Sally. And Sally has basically taken off a lot of the administration that I don't need to do. But Sally is also training at the end of this month as a community links coordinator. And what a community links coordinator does, they go around the locality, building a relationship with the local services so that we can have more referrals coming to the debt centre. So I don't have to do that either. Um, and what we'll probably end up doing is taking life skills, promotional material, taking cap money material, so wherever Sally goes, she could take that with her as well. That would be the plan moving forwards. So, so my job, as well as overseeing the debt centre, my basic relationship with the clients is becoming less and less and less. Um, now, why? Now, it's been my God-given desire, firstly, to build a team, to empower people, to release them into the things that I don't have to do, and they can do it the way that they can do it, so God can empower them and to release them into their plan, their purpose, and their destiny, okay? Um, so, where this is going, okay, where is this going? So, I have a heart to see lives transformed and changed, okay? I have a heart to see people not just become Christians, as I said, but to see people made different. Now, as I stand up this morning, I look like I got my life all sorted out. But actually, for me, I've been in debt. I've been addicted to drugs and to alcohol. I've been to prison. Um, I was a drug addict. I was a drug dealer. Um, I've been depressed, and I've been on antidepressants. Um, and I know that there is a major academic in this nation and in other nations called mental health problems, okay? Um, now, we've sh we've, I've shared with you this morning some good news stories, some good news stories of what has happened to our clients and how God is moving through that situation. But let me share this with you this morning. Um, one third of our clients don't make it past the first visit, okay? Why? Why? Another third of our clients don't make it past the third visit. Why? You know, 99% of our clients, when we go into their homes, are working class men and women that have children, okay? 99% of, of, of those people, let me just bring that down actually, about 70% of those people have severe mental health problems. The people that we're working with at the moment. Their life is that chaotic, they can't even get their paperwork together. They can't keep appointments. They can't keep their regular payments going to their cap plan because they're surviving, they're struggling, they're just trying to keep their heads above water. You know, as we go into people's homes, um, and as we, as we talk to them, there is a unique story of brokenness in every individual life. Lives that have experienced violence, separation, divorce as children. They watch their parents go through that. Lives that have been subjected to abuse, violence, mental abuse, sexual abuse. 
um, lives that have been subjected to just having parents that say, you'll never be good at anything. You'll never amount to anything. You're just like your father you are. You're just like your mother. You know, words like that, they, they hurt people. They damage people. And the thing is, the thing is, people don't feel like they're, they're worth becoming a Christian. They don't feel like they belong in a church because you're just too good for me. But the other thing that I recognize with most of these people is they have something what I call an orphan spirit, okay? And Jesus said in the word of God that I shall not leave you orphans, okay? But Jesus wants us to become sons and daughters and bring us into that place of son and daughtership where we know that our daddy is the Lord God Almighty, where we know that Jesus is the King of kings and that we are princes and that we are kings in him because we're a part of another kingdom, okay? And that he wants to set the captives free. He wants to release the prisoners from darkness. He wants to take us out of oppression because the devil has been working from the day that Adam and Eve bit that apple to bring in fear, deception, corruption and absolute destruction into every single family line of in this world but the cross says no the cross says no the blood says no and I believe whatever individuals have had upon themselves afflicted I believe whatever they've been through from the moment that apple was bit up into his present day Jesus paid it for it all and actually I want to see what I want to see is is that price paid in full on our clients' lives and over our clients' lives, to see them healed, to see them delivered, to see them transformed into the person that God has created them to be. Um, now, as I talked this morning about mental health problems, um, do you know, if we, have we got the video lined up, have we? Okay. So before the video plays, what I want to share with you, that basically there is um, there's a lady called Jackie Robb who is in Northern Ireland, and, and she realized that many of her clients that she was getting saved were all falling away all fallen away. And she met a man called David Legg, who has a, a ministry. You can find him online. And his ministry is basically to deal with the human soul, you know, to get people set free. Because you know, whether you all understand this, you know, our human emotions are the memory bank of everything that we have been through. Everything, every hurt, every pain, every disappointment, every bit of hurt, abuse, and violence. You know, it actually doesn't forget anything. So if some of you are in the room, and as Christians, you're here, but you struggle, there's a good chance that there's stuff inside your soul that hasn't been healed. I'm a great believer that also soul ties to people that have been a part of our lives have a negative influence over us. There are generational things that the Bible talks about as well that can affect us as well. Curses that, that are spoken over us. And all that stuff Jesus wants to release from us. So that you can step into your fullest identity, destiny, and purpose and inheritance that God has for you. Okay? So this video that we're going to show is of a lady that was broken, that was damaged. But she went and met with David. David spent some time praying for her. And you'll see the contrast of both sides of her life through this video. So that's Kylie up there. So if you want to play the, play the video, we go from there. And um, that is what we want. So my time is, is running, running out. Um, so what I want to say to you, what do I need? What do I need to make this vision become a purpose? I need to be released from debt coaching. Um, and what I need is, I need another debt coach, one more volunteer debt coach to join the local CAP debt center, to get involved to go into people's homes like I am going. Now, I don't want people to run at me and say, this is what I want to do. If after I go away and you spend some time praying about this, 
and it's something that you might be interested in, have a chat with David, talk to your pastor first. He knows what you're doing, he knows how busy you are. Um, but what I wanted you to do for me this morning was something more important than that. I want us to pray, okay? Because as we're on that place this morning, we're on the cusp of a breakthrough here. Um, because actually I want to take people like Kylie, um, and I want to see their lives completely transformed transformed and changed. I want to see them become world changers. I want to see them released into opportunities and privilege and favor and blessing that they never even dreamed of. But that's what God has for them, as he has for you, as he has for all of us. Because in all of us, he sees potential. He sees sons and daughters that have the same thing that Jesus Christ has, his son, because we are in the beloved. That's where acceptance is. That's where our plan comes from. That's where our passion comes from. So this morning, what I want to pray for is, is breakthrough. I need this debt coach to come forward so I can be released from debt coaching to focus on building a team to get lives transformed and changed and released um, into God's plan and purpose for their lives. So if you want to get to maybe twos or threes or fours and pray together, and we can do that. Um, but be, I'm just going to finish just with one more thing because then I can hand straight back over to you if that's okay. Okay. So the thing I wanted to finish with before we pray... Um, is you've just done your offering 80 vision, okay? So I'm not here to say, look, you know, give loads more money, okay? What I would ask you to do, on your seat you have these forms called life changers, okay? Um, and you don't even know what a life changer is. Let me just say this to you. If you read Malachi 3.10, okay, you cannot outgive God, but also be wise givers, okay? Um, because if you sow something in the right time, and which is of God, it will, it will bear fruit for his kingdom. But let me just give you a, a bit of a lowdown here. As you've seen it on the video, um, we're asking for life changers. This is to sow into our national vision, okay? At the moment, we've just reached our target of opening up 600 cap services by 2016, okay? We have another target. We want to have 1,000 cap services by, 1, 000, by 2021, so we have either a debt center, life skills, um, job club, or release group, no more than 12 miles away from anybody in the nation. That means there is people no more than 12 miles to get involved with an award-winning cap service, but to also hear the gospel of Jesus Christ and give their lives to Jesus. As I said to you, 7,000 people is great, but it's not good enough. We want that to become 70,000. We want to see this nation come back to God, okay? Um, so sowing into that is what you would do. You would help us to open up more services around the nation, but take them away with you and pray about it, okay? If you have it in your heart to fill one in today, great, but I'm not going to ask you to do that. That's the Holy Spirit's job, okay? So that's what I wanted to say on that. But at the end of the service, I will be in here. There are some books, by the way, um, Journeys Out of Hope, and nevertheless, The Cap Story. These are free, so first come, first serve. No cost, okay? Um, they will be in there, okay? Uh, but that's John's story, and go, go from there. Um, so I'm just going to pray, and then we can pray together. We hope that you enjoyed this message. For many more resources and for more information, visit our website at www.life-cc.org.